good morning, everybody, and happy Friday. Hope your week has gone well, and you're looking forward to being at church Sunday to hear Brian Hausman, who's going to be preaching a message on you know the family in crisis, in particular looking at three myths that surround the idea of perfect parenting. And I think some of you are going to be so blessed. Please be here. Bring somebody with you and pray for God to do a great work. One of our priorities at First Baptist is strengthening families. That's the reason we ask Brian to come every year and teach on some of these things. We want our families to be healthy, not just happy. We want them to be healthy. We want parents to have great relationships with their kids, husbands and wives with each other. And we want you as mom and dad to be comfortable having Bible conversations and and discipling your own children. Children. So this is for you. Be here and uh, bring people with you. All right. Today we are in Galatians chapter five. And this chapter, there's a transition. Paul transitions from building all of his arguments, making his arguments about why faith plus uh, works or faith plus the law or faith plus circumcision is a false gospel. That the gospel, salvation, is faith and faith alone in Jesus. That's what saves you. It's not faith in something else. It's just faith in Jesus. And so in the first few verses, he gives a, a final warning to the people uh, he, after encouraging them to stand strong in the faith and not go back to the yoke of slavery of the law. In verse 2, he says, I, I say to you that if you receive circumcision... In other words, if you say I'm a Christian, but you fall for this false teaching that it's faith plus the law, and the law requires Gentiles to become Jews to be circumcised, and these false teachers were saying, well, you have to become a Jew before you can become a Christian, so you've got to be circumcised. He says, if you do that, Christ will be of no benefit to you. If, and, and to you and me, if, if your belief is that salvation is based on faith plus, faith plus baptism, Faith plus doing a, a, a bunch of, faith plus anything. He says, if you believe that, Jesus is of no benefit to you whatsoever. Because your salvation is not dependent on Jesus. It's dependent on you doing enough of the good stuff. He said in verse 3, I testify again to every man who receives circumcision that he is under obligation to keep the whole law. That's what I said a few days ago, that if you say I'm going to be good by obeying the law, if I, or in other words, if I'm going to get to heaven by obeying the law, or if I'm going to get to heaven by being good, how good do you have to be? Perfect. How much of the, of the law do you have to obey? All of it. Well, since we're sinners, guess what? We're not perfect. Since we're sinners, guess what? We haven't obeyed all the law, so we're doomed to hell and there's no hope. If you believe salvation is faith plus anything else, you have no chance of going to heaven. That's what he's saying. In verse 3, you have in verse 4 been severed from Christ if you're seeking to be justified by the law. So final warning to those who are thinking about going down that path. And then in verses 9 through 12, he gives a final warning to those false Teachers, look at verse nine real quickly. He says a little leaven leavens the whole lump. We're going to come back to that. He says, I have confidence in you in verse 10 that you won't adopt a different view, that you won't go with these false teachers. But in the middle of verse 10, the one who is disturbing you by teaching this false stuff, who's messing up your faith, you will bear his judgment Whoever he is, if you listen to him, he's going to be judged. But because you listen to this false teacher and it destroys your true faith, guess what? You will suffer the same judgment. You will suffer the consequences. So don't listen to that false teacher. Verse 12, 
he gets a little bit. Paul's got a kind of a strange sense of humor at times, kind of graphic. He says in verse 12, I wish that those who are troubling you would even mutilate themselves. <laughs> uh, it's a little play on circumcision. Those who are teaching you this, I wish they'd just go out and whack on themselves a little bit. I mean, he just he's making a graphic point about how messed up they are and how messed up you will be if you listen to this false teaching of faith plus works or faith plus the law. Well, anyway. And uh, then in verses 13 and following through the rest of the chapter and into chapter five, chapter six, rather, he just, he, he moves into some practical stuff because we're saved by Jesus. The Holy Spirit comes and lives within us and we're free with the freedom of the Spirit and we're filled with the love of God. We live a certain way uh, and, and, and we're motivated by love and we're empowered by the Holy Spirit. We're not motivated by fleshly passions. It's actually interesting that the more you focus on do's and don'ts and the law and rules, the more you empower your flesh. But the more you grow to love Jesus, the weaker the flesh and his passions become. And some people can just never figure that out. Now, uh, devotionally, verse 9 spoke to me. It's kind of like in yesterday's devotion, uh, when, when I said verse 19 in, in the previous chapter spoke to me as a pastor about laboring until Christ is formed in you. And part of my duty is not just to share the gospel, but to see that you grow in maturity in Christ. This verse speaks to me. A little leaven leavens the whole lump because just a little bit of false teaching can mess up a whole lot of God's people. Part of my responsibility for which God will hold me accountable and judge me is am I willing to correct teaching that gets God's people off track? and can mess up their faith. Now, for a long, long time in ministry, it was what we called legalism. Yeah, you're saved by believing, but you need all these do's and don'ts and all these lists. And if you're really saved, you're going to do all these do's and don'ts. And if you, and, 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 and the focus became on the do's and the don'ts and the do's and the don'ts and the do's. And most of those became cultural things and preferences, the do's and don'ts, long hair, short hair, uh, uh, man wearing ear ringer, not wearing an earring. Can you sew on Sunday or not sew on Sunday? And all those rules and all those do's and all those don'ts, and they, they, they messed up a lot of Christians. Um, and that's still true for some, but it's not the bigger issue today. The bigger issue today is, is, the, is, is the influence of the culture. And, and he talks in this chapter about walking in the Spirit versus the flesh. And when you walk in the Spirit, you're freed, and you're free to have the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, and so on. Against these, he does a little play on words. There's no law, because they just come from the heart, from your walk with Jesus, your love for Jesus. But if you're into all this other stuff, you empower the passions of the flesh. And what do you get? You get all kinds of sexual immorality and, and drunkenness, and we've got that today. But he also says you get... Um, strife and jealousy and outburst of anger and disputes and dissensions and factions. So you get, the, in other words, the fleshly passion, the fleshly lust, the, the fleshly impulses take over. And I am convinced that one of the great dangers facing a lot of God's people today is they are allowing the culture and what they think we're supposed to be doing, they're allowing the culture to make them be angry more than they are happy. 
to make them want to fight more than they want to serve. And part of my job is protecting you from that because a little leaven leavens the whole lump. And there are some churches that they're just mad at the world. And, and, and you sense very little love when you're around them. And I want to ask, how does that honor Jesus? And how does that look like Jesus? Um, when Christ is formed in you, there will be things that break our hearts and there will be things that, yes, there will be things that give us righteous indignation, anger. But when Christ is formed in you, you don't go around mad all the time. You don't, you don't go around worried all the time. You don't go around afraid all the time. You don't go around angry all the time. Because that means the flesh has more power in you than Jesus and the Holy Spirit have. And my job is to love you enough to protect you from that. Hey, be here Sunday to hear Brian Hausman. It's going to be a great day. And then I'll see you Monday as we wrap up the book of Galatians chapter 6. And I will be back in the pulpit the following Sunday. God bless you, everybody.